It is Thursday, February 8th. I'm Scott Seidenberg. And I'm AJ Hoffman. Super Bowl getting closer and closer. We continue our prop of the day. And the NBA trade deadline is upon us. Here comes the Vegas truth. This is straight out of Vegas. We are straight out of Vegas AM, your daily destination for sports conversation with a Vegas lean. Here's what you need to know to start your day. 2024 NBA trade deadline is today. We'll continue our prop of the day. We have some interviews as well as the Vegas lead continues to be the Super Bowl. AJ, you and I had some fun down at Radio Row there at the uh, NFL Fan Experience yesterday, and we're actually going to be back later on this morning. Yeah, heading back. Uh, two, it, two days is enough. Uh, I, I, when I was doing radio, local radio, you're out there for five days, and Pointless. it's like, I mean, the Monday is almost useless. Yeah. I mean, it's terrible. Uh, but, yeah, this is, uh, I think, hitting the meat of it, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. that's that's the wheelhouse for me. So. I'm expecting it to be a much crazier scene I down there too. at Radio Row uh, Although today. I did see Carrot Top yesterday. You did? I did. So what was the highlight for you? Who was the highlight of who you saw? I mean, Marino was there, which is always cool to see Dan Marino. I mean, the guy's a legend. Yeah. Uh, we saw Cam Newton doing his podcast. Cam Newton doing his podcast in a pilgrim hat. Yes. Which was nice. Very awkward. The Jabberwockies were They were there. there. I'll be honest, man. Like, to me, it's I, I love uh, it, like the pro wrestling aspect of the NFL. Like, I love being around these guys that are literal giants. Yeah. And I, I'm a big person. <laughs> and, like, when I walk by Max Crosby... And I'm like looking up at him, going, "Oh my god!" They're a different type of human being. It's yeah. like, yeah, these are they're like superheroes. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, that's the the stuff that's cool to me. Like uh, Doug Flutie, he's like, a, it's like in a way, it's amazing that like someone that looks like this was on yeah. the field with guys like Max Crosby. Like, but those the Giants, that's what it. Yeah, it doesn't make me, sense man. that Bryce Young plays the same game. As... Max Crosby, yeah, I mean, it's insane. <laughs> or Haloti Nada, not like even those Max kind of guys. Max Crosby's not even like the biggest dude. No, you know? but yeah. But like, think about like Haloti Nada, like when he was in the league. Yeah. Was just or uh, Jonathan Ogden, like Jonathan Ogden plays the same. Trent pro- Williams. <laughs> they, Jonathan Ogden played the same professional sport. Yeah. That Bryce Young and Kyler Murray play. That's crazy. Doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. We saw uh, some college stars. Out there yeah. yesterday, uh, Michael Penix Jr. was mm-hmm. out there. Roma Dunze was there from Washington. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's. I mean, it's a good event. JJ Watt was there with mm-hmm. Pat McAfee. Um, yeah, the the stars are out certainly, and, and I'm there'll sure be there'll be more tomorrow. Way more in attendance uh, as the week continues and we get closer and closer to kickoff. Coming up in a few minutes, we will hear from uh, one of the great sports betters here in town, Bill Krakenberger. Uh, the crack man, uh, Fez always talks about him. He always talks about Fez. Those guys work together, and uh, we'll hear from him on his Super Bowl prop betting and just the way that he's approaching betting this Super Bowl. Speaking of Fez, we will also talk to Fez in a few minutes as well as we recorded the Dream Preview last night. I thought it was a really good pod. You can listen to that on RJ Bell's Dream Preview podcast feed. We each gave out some prop bets, and as we continue our prop per day, here leading up to the Super Bowl, let's uh, give you another one. And um, I'm going to go, tell me what you think about this, AJ. Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. Hmm. Now, let me give you some data to back this yeah. up. 
This has hit in seven of the last eight Super Bowls. It has hit in 36 of the 57 Super Bowls overall. And since 1990, it has hit in 24 of the 34 Super Bowls. A goal line touchdown. A one-yard touchdown. And, well, I guess Fez explained there could be a zero-yard touchdown if there's a defensive score in the end zone or whatever. But a goal line touchdown. Now, what do we need to make this happen? We can have somebody, you know, get tackled short, you know. uh, Could be a possession that maybe there's a penalty that's half the distance of the goal, get pushed up to the one-yard line. Or there could be a pass interference in the end zone. Yep. Now, I was thinking about the officiating in this game. Bill Vinovich is the official. Bill Vinovich was also the official in the last Super Bowl that these two teams played against each other, where there was a call that wasn't made. People thought that George Kittle should have was interfered with, and there should have been a pass interference call, and there wasn't. Vinovich was also the official that didn't call the pass interference in that Rams, the the infamous one that made pass interference reviewable for one season. You're not convincing me. This is a guy who's not calling no, no, pass interference. But but this is my this is my thought process here. I think that he's more likely to call a pass interference in this game because of his history and the criticism of the non-calls. I think he's more likely now to throw a flag. And if that flag happens to come in the end zone, man, we're getting a goal line score. Here's I'm going to ask you one question that'll tell me if I like this bet or not. Okay. Do you like the over or the under? Force play. Under. I don't like this then. I, I think I mean because how many touchdowns do you think they're going to be? Four to five. Okay. Um, and then how many field goals do you think there's going to be? Two to three. I, I just I, I think you're I think you're playing with fire, hoping that if let's just say there's four touchdowns, that one of them happens to be a one yard touchdown. I, I it just feels like a uh, it, to pay minus money on it is not something I'm into. But listen, we're not going to agree on ten props mm-hmm. doing this prop a day. I, I'll, I'll sit this one out. I will gladly let you uh, make the call here. All right, I'm going to do it. Shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. Again, this is hit in seven of the last eight Super Bowls, 24 of the last 34, and 36 of the 57 Super Bowls overall have featured a goal line score. Last year, first touchdown of the game was a Jalen Hurts one-yard touchdown. Mm-hmm. And I think, you know, I think the likelihood of there being a penalty in the end zone is very high. If either of these teams get down to the goal line, you know, they're, they're, there's going to be a hold on Kelsey in the end zone or something, you know, that's going to lead to half the distance to the goal or putting the ball on the goal line. Think about it. Think about a possession from inside the five or even inside the ten. Third and goal, pass to the end zone, pass interference. Like this, I think we do see a goal, a first and goal from the one at some point in this game, and we will have a touchdown. Doesn't have to be a rushing touchdown. Could be a passing touchdown. But shortest touchdown under one and a half yards. That is my prop of the day. All right. As I mentioned, AJ and I were down at Radio Row at the Super Bowl where we talked to legendary sports better, Bill Krakenberger. And I asked him straight up, how many props does he plan on playing for this game? Not as many as previous years. You know, I um, usually on the, the Wednesday of the, of the Superbook, when they have those, they release the lines. Normally, there was 100 people online. This last couple of years has been less and less. 30 last year, 15 this year. Um, the reason why is the FanDuel's and DraftKings of the world put up the lines two weeks ahead of time, and that hurts guys like me. It hurts advantage bettors. Normally, I thought I was only going to have three or four bets to make over at Westgate opening night. 
and I actually I didn't bring enough money. And I brought 40,000, and it wasn't enough. So open at night, I bet about 50 grand there. And, um, but, you know, we'll have our whole bankrolls, you know, in action normally for the Super Bowl, because we don't lose. It's just a matter of how much return of investment. However, the, the ROI last year was like 2%. When I filmed action on Showtime, we, we got back like 8%. ROI should be more when you have almost a million dollars in action. And um, it, it just, there's more and more people betting props, trying to middle props and you know, arbitrage. And um, I, I, it's not like it used to be. So I don't want anyone, anyone to think that it's so easy money and you go out there and, you know, I almost call it like the Brigada effect in the landing scene. When the Brigada opened, everyone ran down to the Brigada. Oh my God, marble glass, stained glass. And what's it do? It makes you bet more. You actually bet more because you feel that you have to. When you're in a nicer Super Bowl, everyone feels they have to bet more and they have to bet a lot more. You really don't, and you have to bet with, a, with an edge, and the edges are getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Thank God for the media. How big is the gap? Like, I mean, obviously you want to get in as much as you can early when the numbers are the softest, but then later in the week there's more things that open up that are available. How, like, how much of your bankroll do you save till late week when you know it's, it's sharper, but there's just more available to you? It's a good question. You won't, this will probably shock you. I have bet about 25% of my bets right now. I'll be betting a lot of my bets Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday, uh, unders come in, the public's coming in, so they're going to typically pay overs. And, and I know they only bet 50 or $100. God bless them. In volume, that makes the sports books overmove the lines, and it makes guys like me and like Fez mm -hmm. jump on the other side of the lines. Like Kelsey, if, you know, if he has a good game, I'm going to lose because I'm betting under. You know, but I'm going to bet under, you know, hopefully, well, I, don't, I don't know how many yards, 80 yards I'll bet on, you know, like, and it shouldn't be 80. It should be 72. It should be 70. It should be less than that, you know. But they are, they put up a line because they know which way the customer base is going to go anyway. People flying into Vegas, going through the sports books. It's fun to root for positivity and, and points and yards and everything. And um, it, it's just for guys like me, uh, I want to go the opposite. I want to be on the bookmaker side. That's the reason why last year, for the Super Bowl, I, I really didn't make any money because if you have 73 points in a game, it's going to hurt someone. If I have 73 points this year again, I'm not going to make any money. So, so does the old adage like hold true? I mean, the saying is like, if you like the dog, if you like the favorite, you bet early. If you like the dog, you bet late. If you like the over, bet early. Right. If you like the under, bet exactly late. Right, for the Scott. Super Bowl, is that magnified? Spot on. Bet you early, bet the overs, late, bet the unders. It's exactly right. Um, anyway. It's unusual. It's like the first year I can think of. I actually like the under. I'm sorry, the under. I actually like the underdog. Mm -hmm. and I'm actually bet. I actually bet a side. I actually bet Kansas City in this game. So you bet the dog early. I'm against everybody. Yeah. I'm against that. Everyone else is on is opposite of me. All the wise guys and Billy Walters, Phil Phil Ivy with Billy Walters, the ones that you know, um, right right angle sports, four different services. I sharp guys I know are on the favorite of the Super Bowl. That did not deter me, though. And, you know, there's bad information being given out all over the Internet, all over everywhere. Terrible information. Um, you know, I've seen people saying, oh, they're going to parlay. I put a tweet up last night. I watched something on Nationwide TV. The girl said she's going to tease both sides of the Super Bowl. She wants to tease the with the Chiefs, the 10-point mm -hmm. teaser, getting 12. With San Fran, getting 8. And wants to tease the over. Don't even make a little correlated, bet the under. No, she wants to bet the over. So a 10-point teaser, and the people at home are like, oh, oh wow. Oh, that's <laughs> nice to do. I said, this is, it's terrible how bad of information is out there. It's all these kids, the under 30 crowd, which is the popular crowd, following a lot of these guys, these social media influencers, 
They want to show bricks of cash. They want to show bricks, you know, and they want to in the background, you know, like even I understand that people want to see that stuff, but it's just not me. I'm not like that. I'm a guy that I drive a Kia. I always say it. I have 50,000 miles on my Kia. Hmm. I could drive a Rolls Royce cash tomorrow if I want. I choose not to do that. When you you, you said you like the Chiefs, is there a money line uh, factor? Okay, what, what's a better value for what I the bet, number is I right bet now? plus 123 on the money line. Guess what? You can get almost that now. Okay. So, you know, usually I get the best of the line. You're going to be able to – I think you should take the two points. Uh, opening line was not two and a half like everyone else is saying on this game. I follow the screen. I was on my Don Best screen. I had three different odd screens up. I had five screens. Trust me, this line opened up at FanDuel at plus three, minus $1.20, went to $1.22. Sports Offshore, Chris, a place named Chris Offshore, mm-hmm. Costa Rican International Sports, they had plus three, minus 20, went to plus three, minus a quarter. That was the opening line. That was the opening line, not two and a half. So it lasted about two minutes. Do you, like, buy any stock into the whole idea of uh, – the Super Bowl winner has covered the spread, you know, it's, no. it's, it's 70, 80 no. percent of the time. So it's like people say, oh, if you like the if you like the Chiefs, take the money line instead of the points. But you're saying it depends on what the price is and what the value is, because sometimes those points might be better than taking the money line. Yeah, well, first of all, I don't go by any trends ever. I'm not a trend guy. Trends are BS. They're for fill for people that don't know what they're talking about to fill things up. Different squads are from year to year. Now, mm-hmm. I understand Now there is certain trends. That may, you know, Patrick Mahomes has been in the spotlight many times. Purdy hasn't. Yeah. That trend may be a real trend, but that's not trends going back. Like the last 10 Super Bowls, uh, eight of them went under, you know, or eight, eight of them went over. That means that's BS. It means nothing. So this particular game right now, the line's solid two. I think it closes around two. It may even go to one and a half, but this game's going to close around that. Uh, the points compared to the money line, interesting, because I would normally always say maybe grab the money line, but now with analytics, going for two and different analytical things. Games land them one and two. Yeah. So, especially in a teaser, you actually want to tease games. You're going to tease. There's nothing to tease on this Super Bowl, by no. the way. I don't care who says what. Oh, tease it with the total. <laughs> I never tease totals in my life. The teasing totals is a losing proposition. I don't care who says what. You know, I know I know people like to actually bet through the zero, too, tease through the zero. I don't agree with it. Listen, if the total, there is some stats. If the totals go down to 34, which we don't see ever, yeah. 34 well, That's or less, a key number, yeah. You can tease plus three and a half to uh, minus three at the plus three and a half. You can do that on a home team only. I don't even tell people that because I get them because it confuses people. Oh, you could tease through zero? Oh, good. Let's tease this game. <laughs> let me get the, let me get, uh, you know, what the, like I said before, with the, with the, I don't mean to say a female, but it was a female that said that. Plus, trust me, there's guys out there in media saying that. Listen, I am trying to make the public lose less. Maybe not win more, lose less. Because if you listen to any of these charlatans, these snake oil salesmen that's out there, you know, they're, they're, they'll say anything just to get a little buzz and to try to fill. You understand, guys like me, and and we, we've been on for years. I've been doing sports betting for a living. I pay taxes on sports betting. I paid six figures this year in tax, last year on taxes. I paid a quarterly estimated tax. I'm not bragging about that. What I'm saying is I've been doing this before it got fashionable <laughs> before everyone's saying oh sports betting so fun so now media comes along and now people that were into sports media now they're doing sports betting media yes a lot of them don't know nothing about it Completely but they're out there agree. talking they're couldn't, out there talking. i couldn't agree more yeah. uh, one final question it's a it's a question that i would ask fez and i will ask fez yeah. later tonight so i'm curious your response one of my favorite bets in this entire super bowl it's been one of my favorite bets all season is the second half under the Chiefs games, 18-2 and two to the yeah. second half under this yeah, year. Yeah, no, that, that's this year. We, Good trend, we, same year, same yes. squad. We got 23-and-a-half at most books. Yeah. 
at either minus 105 or even money. Right. I saw and I took last night 24 and a half wow. under minus 140. 140? Now, okay. is that price worth it for that 24 Where's and a half? Caesars. Caesars, William Hill. Yeah. Is yeah. that is that 140 worth? Is the 40 cents worth the point there? No, it's not 40 cents. You're saying it's it's 30 cents more? 35. So 105 to 140. 105 to 140. Uh, yeah. I, I, I mean, I, I hate laying 140 on anything, but I would lay it. I would lay it. The key I like number. Your side. The, the, the 24 yeah. is so much more valuable. Yeah, I like your side. Is it okay. still there? It was there last night when we bet it. <laughs> no, I, I like your I like your side. I mean, um, it, it just sounds like that's a good. Uh, yeah, I, I'd have to check alternate lines. I'd have to check alternate lines mm. um, to, to see. But um, yeah, it's a good. I'm with you. I'm rooting for you. If, even if I don't bet it, I'm rooting for you for sure. We'll pre- we appreciate you, crack. Thanks so much, brother. Thank thanks for having me on. And joining us for his perspective on the Super Bowl, which I'm sure you heard already a lot of it on the Dream Preview, but we love having him on SOVAM. He is the only two-time winner of the Super Contest and a Circa Survivor, Steve Fezzik. Ownership share. Yes. I'll, I'll, I will take it. How's everyone doing? You're, in, you're a part of the team, though. That's all that matters. Exactly. So let me ask you the question here as we get ready for Super Bowl. We talked a lot about these bets last night on the Dream Preview as well. But this is one that uh, we just had Bill Krakenberger on, your, your boy, the crack man. He's Love great. the crack man. He's great. And I asked him the question. I told him I was going to ask you as well. Full disclosure, we've already bet this, okay? But I need your expert opinion on this. My favorite bet in the entire season has been the Kansas City Chiefs second half under. 18-2 mm-hmm. and two on the season. They're 19-1 and one to the under in the fourth quarter. But second half unders for the Kansas City Chiefs. Widely available, 23-and-a-half at a reduced VIG, minus 105. William Hill, here in town, has 24-and-a-half, minus 135. Minus 140 is what I actually got it down at. Minus 135 is what I saw just before. Is the 30 cents worth that extra point in the second half? It's about right, I think. Um, the 24 is much more important in the first well, that's half cons- oh, oh, than it's the much- second half. Well, 24 is a key number, but you think it's more important in the first half than the second half? Yeah, because there won't be two-point conversions in the first half. Mm. But there could be in the second half devaluing the 24. Okay. So because of that, I, I don't think there's much of a difference between playing minus 105 versus playing the minus 135. You know, one thing that I might have considered, I mean, it's hard, but I mean, there's always a tax on the on – the, First half going under, second half going over in Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. So because well, second half includes overtime, so there's always that possibility. Yeah, as does your 24 and a half. Yes, un- unfortunately, um, I might have considered playing the second half. Uh, you know, higher higher scoring half, first half plus a half, like even money, something like that. Um, but I'm, I'm, I mean, you, you got a great number. Uh, it's hard because. Super Bowls have been so high scoring in the second half, mm-hmm. and Kansas City has no scoring in the second half. I think the two roughly offset, and I kind of said I'm done with it, and I really didn't get involved much. Okay, but I, but my question is just on the math. Like, is the 30 to 35 cents worth that extra point to in go the, from 23 and a half to 24 and a half? Well, I'd say really the question is if you go from 23 and a half to 24, I can price it for the first half. I'd say it's worth 20 cents, so I'd say it's worth 40 cents to go through. The 24 is so key. I just don't know what it is for the second half because it's it, it, it doesn't land as often. Mm-hmm. Well, Crack yeah. loves the number. Uh-huh. So he loves the 24 well, and a half. Well, Crack knows 24. He's he so knows. used to betting yeah. team totals <laughs> yeah. and betting first half unders. He's well aware of how important 24 is. He also yes. so he said he hates trends. 
when it comes to the Super Bowl. He hates trends in general, but especially Super Bowl trends because the teams are different every year. Mm-hmm. So the, what does it matter about the last however many Super Bowls, all that stuff? But this trend in particular he enjoys because it's the same team. This is the Kansas City Chiefs this season. Mm-hmm. And the, the the points that they allow in the second half and the points that the 49ers allow in the second half and the lack of scoring for Kansas City in the second half this year, that's the reason why they're 18-2 and two to the second half on Sure, and I, I do think that it's fine to play a trend if the trend makes sense, like like all the time you come up with stuff that's like like you do great research mm-hmm. and you say this is fourteen and three and like un- unless you could tell me before the fourteen and three, boy, this really makes sense that this is going to happen. Mm. I think now you're just gambling and you're just looking at uh, the Chiefs are nineteen and one with the waning moon. I th- I'm sure you <laughs> saw that. Um, it's I, it's I, by I, far their best moon phase. Um, I'm. <laughs> I'm fairly confident. Oh, you don't believe in lunar uh, handicapping? I actually do believe in astrology. It is the Lunar New Year now. I believe in (laughs) astrology because when somebody is born a Taurus, they're taught they're they're supposed to be bullheaded, and if so, so they people read what they're supposed to be, and that can have an influence. I was born Cancer. I get very emotional. I'm a Virgo, so I'm a Virgin. It's uh, (laughs) really unfortunate. Forty-two year old Virgin. I want to be. I want to be a tw- the, the 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 um the, the the scale because I want to balance. I want to be. That's the, that's uh, I thought that was Taurus. No, Taurus is the Taurus is the ball. Yeah. Is it Libra? Is that the scale? yeah? I want to be yeah. a Libra. I want to be scales. a Libra because I want to yeah. I want to be I want to be evenly balanced. By the way, I said forty two year old version. I'm now forty three. I always forget. Like once you hit a certain age, you forget how old you are. Is that just me? When, believe me, when you hit 60, you like, won't do, have that if, problem anymore. Like, do you have to, like, think about obvious. how old you are? I, I don't know why I have to do that. I now. stopped. I mean, I will now because I'll be 40 this year. But I stopped in, like, saying that I was like, oh, I'm 37. Oh, I'm 38. I'm 30. Like, that was, like, irrelevant to me. Like, I, I think I've been 34 for the past five years, yeah. which is true. I literally have been. Oh, but, okay. Yeah. Uh, that's incredible. It's, uh, <laughs> it must be something with the, with the lunar. Yeah. Uh, all right, Fez, uh, we got a, a message from a listener who says, Hey, AJ, a bunch of uh, guys and I are going to Vegas for the Super Bowl this year. Uh, can you get Fez to talk about the best way to play some of the table games like craps? How do you, how you get comps after playing? Also, if you have recommendations on where to eat. Sure. Comps are easy. Just buy in for a lot of money. And you don't at a video poker or a craps table. Don't even have to gamble, and just order drinks liberally. If the bartender's watching you play one hand of video poker, maybe play the pass line once. They'll tell you. The bartenders will tell you because I've had them walk around and and they say, "Do me a favor, just just push the button every now and then." Exactly. I'm like, okay, I will. <laughs> exactly. Slam dunk. You know, I am a huge believer in, of Ellis Island. I love Ellis Island on the Strip, and it's going to be a mob house anyways, and probably won't be as crowded. So walk. It's on Coval and Flamingo, about half a mile tops from the Cromwell and the Horseshoe on Flamingo and um, the Las Vegas Boulevard. Walk on over to Ellis Island. Go to the barbecue. I also have a recommendation if you're looking for the comp, the free drinks. Just while, if you want to get some free drinks, high limit room. Now you don't have to play all your money. Put like a hundred, two hundred bucks in a slot machine. The waitress will come around, order a drink, and you know, slow roll your play a little bit, so you're not going to lose all your money. But the drinks in the high limit room, always stronger, always bigger. And the more money mm. you put into the machine, the more likely you won't even have to play, and they'll just take care of you. Yes. Yeah, just like if you if like just put a hundred dollars in the machine, and and it's like five dollar bets. Bet one, relax, you know, talk to your friends. No whatever. reason to play until the until the waitress. Exactly. Pull out pull, maybe pull out your ticket, deposit your ticket again. But I've played <laughs> slot machines on the casino floor and I've played slot machines in the high limit room. 
The, it's no comparison. Do, or the drinks get, in the high limit room, always stronger and bigger. Can you get better booze? Like, can you ask yes. for top shelf booze yes. there? Yes. Oh, because sure. I, I drink Crown, you know, classic guy. And when I'm on the casino floor, they tell me it's not, they can't comp that. They'll be like, oh, we can give you like Jack or something. But in the high limit room, it, it is Crown Royale. Wow. Yeah. That's very fancy. <laughs> very fancy. Fez, thank you as always, my friend. Thank you, guys. You know, every once in a while, I'll be sitting at home and saying, what are we going to cook for dinner? What are we going to cook for? My wife says, I don't know. And then guess what happens? Omaha Steaks comes by and drops meat off on my front porch and makes all the decisions that much easier, Scott. Meat to your front porch? Can't beat it, baby. Doesn't get better than that. I had the meatballs last night, and... They were delicious, man. It was easy to cook, reheat in the oven, and bang, dinner is served. It's steaks, it's chicken, it's pork chops, it's it's it meatballs, like you said. They've got sides, so much great stuff. Guys, they've got a great sale going on right now. The Omaha Steaks semi-annual sale is here. It's a sale so nice, they only do it twice. Score mouth-watering savings on all your Omaha Steaks favorites with 50% off site-wide during that semi-annual sale going on right now. From tender, juicy steaks to big, beefy burgers, scrumptious sides, decadent desserts and so much more now's the perfect time to grab all your favorites plus get an extra 30 dollars off when you use our promo code vegas at checkout and every purchase is backed by their unconditional money back guarantee simply go to omahasteaks.com and shop the semi-annual sale today that's omahasteaks.com promo code vegas at checkout minimum purchase may apply what's good everybody i'm gerard hector host and executive producer of the true hoop podcast You can catch me and the godfather of basketball player development, Coach David Thorpe, every Monday and Thursday talking all things NBA. I talked to a player recently who made a jump shot with like one or two seconds to go in the game because of point differential. And he had to think about it for a minute. And he's like, I let that bitch fly. Boom, he made it. He was happy. (laughs) Whatever. Search for the True Podcast on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Rate and review us. That's T-R-U-E-H-O-O-P. Catch us every Monday and Thursday. Take care. The NBA trade deadline is today at 3 p.m. Eastern time, and we've already had some deals that have gone down already. So here's uh, what we know so far. The Minnesota Timberwolves have traded Shake Milton, Troy Brown Jr., and a 2030 second, that's a made-up year, second-round pick (laughs) to the Pistons. NBA draft picks are made up. (laughs) For Monte Morris. Your uh, your thoughts on this? Uh, I don't have any thoughts on this. I don't okay. I, I don't see it moving the needle. All right, we have uh, the Grizzlies sending Xavier Tillman to the Celtics for two second round picks. I mean, it's a nice pickup for the. Uh, it, it, this tells me that the the Grizzlies have given up on the season. They've got no interest, and they're just collecting. They're they're cutting some cap, or mm-hmm. and uh, and you know trying to collect a couple assets that'll be useless long term. All right, so here's some rumors of what could be going down as the Warriors are having discussions of trading for possibly Kelly Olynyk from the Jazz. It, it will be nice to have a big who could stretch the floor. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that, that kind of makes some sense to me. Okay. I don't know what they would give up. I, I'm not sure. I mean, that, that part would obviously uh, be a factor. But, yeah, if you're not giving up key pieces, uh, that, that's a nice thing to have. I, I I mean, really, like you, you have to assume at some point Andrew Wiggins isn't going to stink. Mm-hmm. So if Andrew Wiggins like ever stops being bad, 
it's almost like getting another player at the trade. Did. I don't Good feel point. that confident about Clay Thompson. I don't know what's going to happen to him. Mm. Uh, but I, I do feel like at some point, Andrew Wiggins is going to snap out of it. And it's going to be like, wow, we just got this new player that we didn't have yeah. all year. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he's we've just seen the best of him. The other team to keep an eye out for is the 76ers, who are going to be without Embiid for a while. They could be in the market for a big man. The Pistons have a couple of them, Alec Burks and uh, Bo, Bojan Bogdanovic. Oh, yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, yeah, I get the Sixers need a big man like the. The, the idea that, you know, they're going to be able to – I mean, listen, Bogdanovich and Burks aren't going to make up for Joel Embiid, but you need somebody to eat up those minutes and, and hopefully, you know, keep keep you keep you afloat, keep yeah. you in the playoff scenario. And Burks, obviously, a guard. I mean, Bogdanovich would be the big man. Yeah. Burks would just be a, another scoring uh, option because we know Bogdanovich is not a uh, he's not a, a big-time scorer no. there. Um, so, yeah, that's just some teams to keep an eye on. Uh, Miles Bridges, not sure what the Hornets are going to do with him um, if they keep him. Good for them. If they move him, good for them. Uh, let's take a look at what went down last night. The Raptors defeated the Hornets 123-117. As for Bridges, 45 points, 8 boards, and 7 assists. They're not trading Mikhail Bridges. Miles Bridges. Oh, yeah, sorry. They're not trading Miles Bridges. Mm-hmm. I, can't, I can't pick. Like, you're if you don't have that guy, who goes to your games? They have 10 wins, AJ. Who goes to the games if they don't have him? And, like, think, and not just think about not just this season – but like going forward, what does that tell your fans? You've got ten wins, and we're trading our best guy. Yeah, like it's just it's a you can't do that. The Cavaliers. Imagine the Spurs say we're trading Wimbenyama. Well, they wouldn't do that. Of course I, they wouldn't. It'd be stupid. Okay. Uh, the Cavaliers win again. They a one fourteen one oh six win over the Wizards. Donovan Mitchell with forty points. The Cavs, Cavs are coming on, baby. Have won, I believe it's fifteen out of sixteen or sixteen out of seventeen. Yeah, fifteen out of They're sixteen. They're fighting with the Knicks for hottest team in the NBA. I, I it's it's hard to think of anybody hotter than the Cavs. Fifteen out yeah. of sixteen is pretty darn impressive. Man, this team was was kicking my ass early in the season mm-hmm. because I, I loved this squad coming into the year and they were a big disappointment. They're finding their rhythm now. Uh I, I really think when the Cavs are at their best, they're they can contend with the the Celtics and the Bucks. I I think they're that good. Well, thirty three and sixteen, uh they are the second seed right now in the Eastern Conference behind the Boston Celtics. Elsewhere last night, it was the Warriors over the Sixers, 127-104. The Celtics beat the Hawks, 125-117. Heat over the Spurs, 116-104. Pelicans, a 117-106 win over the Clippers. And the Pistons beat the Kings, 133-120. How about them Pistons? Yeah, look at that. What? I mean, yeah. We sh- what? They've, they've got it figured out. No way. <laughs> No, no way. Do they make it two in a row? No, stop. All right. Well, that's where our focus will turn right now as we take a look at the schedule for tonight. And those Detroit Pistons looking for back-to-back wins are in Portland to take on the Blazers. Maybe. Portland, five-and-a-half-point favorites. It's not out of the realm of Portland stinks, man. Like They've been playing over their heads, but you know what? It might might be worth uh, looking at the dog there. I don't know if I want him to win outright, but I might take five and a half <laughs> points, even so on a back to back. The Warriors are at the Pacers. Indy uh, six and a half point favorites. Total two fifty and a half. I think six. I, I think the Pacers uh, blow out the Warriors tonight. Okay. Uh, Spurs are at the Magic. Orlando ten and a half point favorites. The Cavs are at the Nets. Cleveland five and a half point road favorites. Ben Simmons says he think he'd be more useful if he was starting. We'll see about that. I don't. I don't know if Ben, use, ben, ben Simmons has been useful in years, mm. but he he seems to think he would be more useful. Mavericks are at the Knicks. Dallas a four and a half point favorite. That's a game right there. Knicks baby. are still shorthanded though. Yeah. You know, still dealing with. 
some injuries. But, but I mean, the Knicks have been winning shorthanded. Yeah, that's like, good. I, and Dante I DiVincenzo. I mean, maybe look at a DiVincenzo scoring prop over because he's just been tearing it up. Uh, the Bulls are at the Grizzlies. Chicago laying five and a half. Timberwolves at the Bucks. Milwaukee a one and a half point favorite. Speaking of struggling, I mean, the Bucks have struggled ever since Doc Rivers took over. Jazz are at the Suns. Phoenix laying six and a half. And the Nuggets at the Lakers. Denver, three and a half point favorites. College hoops yesterday, you had two options in the top 25. Blowouts or upsets. Number six, Tennessee, they went the blowout route. 88-68 win over LSU. Number nine, Duke, 71-53 blowout of Notre Dame. Michigan said we're going the upset route. Number number 11, Wisconsin, falls to Michigan at Michigan, 72-68. Providence also went the upset route as they beat number 19, Creighton, 91-87 in overtime. Auburn, they decided blowout in a a matchup of top 25 teams. Auburn, number 12 in the country, 99-81 win over number 16, Alabama, there in the Iron Bowl. A blowout win for the Tigers. Short slate in the top 25 for tonight. Number 8, Arizona, goes on the road to Utah. Arizona laying five and a half on the road, the toughest trip in the Pac-12. Arizona has struggled on the road. I'm not sure I'm pl- I'm playing the Utes here, but I can promise you I'm not playing Arizona. Uh, number 20, Florida Atlantic are also five and a half point road favorites at UAB. I like the dog in this spot. Just three games in the NHL last night. The Maple Leafs a 5-4 win over the Stars. Rangers topped the Lightning 3-1. Jonathan Quick got another start for the Rangers. He has been is just incredible. And the Wild, a 2-1 win over the Blackhawks. Here's your schedule for tonight. The Canucks are at the Bruins in Boston's minus 130. Capitals at the Panthers. Florida, minus 240. The Flames are at the Devils. New Jersey, minus 140. Jets at the Flyers. Winnipeg, minus 145. Avalanche at the Hurricanes. And Carolina's minus 135. Lightning at the Islanders. New York, minus 130. And our Vegas Golden Knights are in Arizona to take on the Coyotes. VGK. Minus 145. Still time to save money on your Super Bowl bets at pregame.com. Head on over to pregame.com and use our promo code Vegas15. Vegas15 will get you $15 off of any purchase at pregame.com. You can jump on board a Super Bowl props package. You can get a seven-day all-access, a weekend all-access. It's all available for you on pregame.com using the promo code VEGAS15. That will save you $15. For A.J. Hoffman, Steve Fezzik, Bill Krakenberger, I'm Scott Seidenberg. More Super Bowl coverage coming on later on today from Radio Row, straight out of Vegas. AM. 